welcome to the old new podcast, Results Show. I'm Gibbo. I'm Mick McGrath. Mick. Gib. Now it's all technical issues. Double header, isn't it? Well, yeah, it should be a double header, but what we're going to do, we're going to read reports out, aren't we? Yeah, of people who sent us in last week. From the week before. Yeah, we've got major technical technical issues, and as we're not technical geeks. <laughs> and basically, all it was. It was the memory card. The, the, the memory card, yeah, that's all we needed. <laughs> but that one thing was causing major issues on the P4 that we use. Yeah, but Gibbo's to blame. I don't mind blaming him for that. Don't move on. We know. I'll take the blame. Only because you're as fucking stupid as me. So we'll start with reports from last week, eh? The ones who were sent in. Yeah, I'll start with Heswell, because to be fair to Robbie Matthews, Heswell gave us one every week and he deserved to, you know, throughout it. It was last week's game against Malaby in the Whittle Senior. Heswell started well and were denied an opener in the first five minutes from an outstanding save from Malaby keeper Keelan Burnett. But the Yellows weren't to be denied and from the resulting corner, Matty Beeman rose highest to head home and put Heswell 1-0 one, one up with the assist coming from Matty Morris. Two minutes later, Heswell got another corner, which Matty Morris again swung in, with Ben Dufton Kelly heading home to add his impressive start of the season with his fifth goal from centre-half. Decent that. Midway through the first half, Jordan Deer was the man on, the ma- man on target from another Matty Morris assist. A three-ball put Jabber through from goal, and he expertly helped the keeper to take us in a 3-0 half-time. Favourite goals followed in the second half from Matty Morris with his fourth assist sorry, of the game and left wing cross which Andy Cook slammed home on the volley. Matty Morris capped a great performance with a fifth goal as the keeper left his, bo- his box to head a three ball clear only for to land at Matty's feet and he brilliantly lobbed him from 30 yards. Man of the match was Matty Morris, four assists and one goal. Fair play. They've been drawn against West Kirby in the next round. Good results. Fair play, four assists. Yeah. I think they missed the best part of that game out though. It was 5 0 against Malaby. Yeah. Someone from Heads will turn around to Wade Sword and said, You can tell you're a Queen's player, all you do is fuck them out. Do you know what? Wade was happy with that. No, I've seen a few tweets <laughs> from, um, from uh, Wade. I've got one from the Vicks that day. It was against your lot, actually. Foxhalls 2, Vicks 2. Foxhalls win on pens. Saturday seniors make the journey to Vauxhalls to play, in the, play their resis in the Widow Senior Cup. The game starts slow with Vauxhalls getting on the ball early and to be fair playing some nice stuff without really troubling us. On 20 minutes Vauxhalls got a corner which was half cleared by our defence to the edge of the box to the Vauxhall left back who smashed a low hard ball back towards us and this bounced up off the grass over the keeper's hand to nestle into the corner of the net. Foxhalls won, Vicks nil. This seemed to kickstart us and we started to take control of the game with our front four causing Foxhalls all kind of problems and on 42 minutes we equalised with a great ball from McGill into Parrington who turned on the edge of the box and smashed a left-footed strike into the bottom corner to make it one all. Second half started, we got on the ball and probably played some of our best football we have played since the start of the season with Sutton and Petit getting down the sides and Tom Quinn controlling the game and on 58 minutes it was Quinn who pulled off some lovely skill on the edge of the box to go past two Vauxhall lads and drive into the box and slot under the keeper to make it 2-1 to the Vicks 
For the next 25 minutes we were in com complete control until we gave away a free kick 35 yards out on the left wing which is whipped in and should really have been dealt with but wasn't and left Foxhall's centre back unmarked to head home to equalise. We had some good chances to take the lead which we never took and the end of 90 minutes came which then penalties which Foxhall's won comfortably. Well done Foxhall's and good luck in the next round. Good game today with some quality youngsters on show. Now you've got a debut. Debut. De debut report. I, I'm guessing this report come in a week after you spent the evening with this lot. Yeah, the good night with the uh, Hooten boys in, uh, in the hoot. The hoot. Yeah. But they never sent one this week, I will say. So this is why we're getting them out. Because... He's on holiday. Oh, is he? Uh... Well, he's been on holiday anyway, so I don't know. He's to blame. Yeah, so who goes away in the season? Well, it seems to be. Uh, Isn't he the gaffer? Yeah. Poor that. Poor. The Hoot goes off to a great start defending the Will Amateur Cup once again, winning well with goals from Joe Wally, Lloyd Ithill, and two from Ben Smith. Calmer's reply was a brilliant overhead kick from their number nine, which their manager, via FaceTime from the Sun Lounge in Spain for 90 minutes, would have been proud of. So he's getting the other manager for being yeah. away? He's obviously doing a team talk <laughs> on FaceTime. Love it, well done, man. The game started scrappy with Hewton then getting on top after 10 minutes and creating but missing two or three glorious chances. Kelmer had a chance of their own, which was looped over. Jack Owen's goal. Kelmer went on the attack again from the resulting goal kick, but Hewton won the ball and broke quickly with Lloyd. Ithel playing a three ball to Ben Zerf, who hit it first time brilliantly over the strand the keeper from 30 yards. After being de denied a stonewall penalty, Hewton then got a deserved second goal with another great ball from Lloyd Ithel to Joe Wally who slotted it underneath the keeper calmly. Next up was Lloyd Ithel who scored after rounding the keeper after some brilliant passing from the Hoot which forced a mistake that Lloyd pounced on to make it 3-0. Five minutes later and this game over as Ben Smith scored again from close range after more successful high pressing. Ben O'Donoghue winning the ball and sending Ben through to finish well. A, a devastating 20 minute spell containing four goals had all but ended the game as a contest. After half time, Kalmer started strongly and scored through a brilliant overhead kick and a strong lacklustre defending. Kalmer threatened a few more times to their credit never gave up, but however Hooten weathered the storm and killed the game's second half which it in turn ended up comfortable. Which could have, should have been more, so much for the 4G lesson from Kalmer. Oh, I must be giving it out. The semi-final beckons in January and we'll be looking to keep the cup in the Hooten for the fourth year run. We're all amateur though. So it was a semi-final, that was a quarter-final in, in September. It's a shame, it's just a lack of leagues and lack of clubs isn't it? Well if you're going to Cheshire now you have to go in the seniors. Seniors, so the, the seniors rammed isn't it? See, I don't get that though, it should, it should be on your league that. Just because you're going, you're going to Cheshire doesn't mean that you're going to win the Cheshire. A lot of teams you're going to Cheshire haven't got a chance of winning it. You're going on for the way day, aren't you? Yeah, you know, yeah. These Czech, no, no disrespect to the Chester League team. And it's degraded and Weddle Cups a little likes bit. Of, likes of um, Unitor and Shafts and that. They're going on the Cheshire because they want on the way day. Yeah. Get on the beer with the lads, isn't it? They do. And if you just got to be honest, have you? It doesn't mean that um, you're going in to win it, you just want on the way day. And if you get as far as you can, it's a bonus, isn't it? Yeah. They should be put in the amateur. Well, maybe stop doing the three Weddle Cups. The juniors basically taking up with vets and youth teams now, isn't it? 
Is that I don't know? Is that what's in it? They've been getting under 18s entering it as well. In the last couple of years, the old team and mainly vets. Yeah, is that like, do you have a new one a couple of times? Yeah, well we've won it the last <coughs> few times and then before that I think it was the Who Two Beaters, weren't it? They were called ours, me and Port then. They beat us. We made our finals and no, it's hard because they've been going for that long, the World Cup, so you don't want to see them go. We well, you have to change the rules then. They've got to look at some way of doing it better, haven't they? Because there's some teams that will see you, ain't going to get any of the final. Put them in the amateur. Yeah. Right, Sunday then. Yeah, well, I've got no particular order. I've got a few, so I've got this is off Lally. Fair play, off Rock Point. Second week in a row, we met New Ferry this time in the Amateur Cup. Turns out this was going to be a close game, though, as chances were few and far between for both sides. It was all square come half time, but for the second week running, New Ferry were fortunate to have 11 players on the pitch, as a terrible knee high challenge was only punished with a yellow card. With the ref admitting at half-time he got it wrong and he was sorry. Rock Point started second half the better and edged in front as Stu Hardman slotted the ball under the on-rushing keeper. New Ferry kept pushing and got their reward when the ball broke to the striker and he poked it home one all. New Ferry had the chances to win the game in normal time as they were awarded a penalty but Rock Point keeper Ian Fagel pulled off a fantastic save, pushing the ball onto the post and away. Full time one all penalties were taken and New Ferry came away victorious 4-3 to progress to the next round. Well done and good luck to them all. And fair play that they sent the penalties into us as well, they're up. Yeah. They were up. they were something that got put up. It just keeps it a bit of interest for everyone, doesn't it? Yeah. I've got one from the Welly. Is this the first one from the Welly? No, no, he's sending them, He's been sending them each week. Has he? The Welly at home against the informed Wallasey Wanderers from the Wallasey Premier League. The Welly were quick out the traps and should have been feeling up inside the first 10 minutes. More chances followed but weren't taken and score level at half time. Second half stars in the Welly were two up inside the first five minutes. Nathan Leyland and Ben Dufton Kelly on hands have finished two, two flowing moves. Wallasey Wanderers grew into the game and went close hitting the bar. Welly didn't didn't heed the warning and with a simple through ball that wasn't dealt with and Wallsey pulled the goal back. Well he had more chances to kill off the game but didn't convert fair results in the end as best team on the day went through. Good luck to the Wanderers the rest of the season. Well he two, Wanderers one. Okay and then I've got one more from that lot. That Woody lot. Fine Woody. 2-1 away victory against Corsair which can only be described as a game of two halves. Corsair could have been out of sight at half time, but for some brilliant saves from our keeper John Roberts. 1 0 down at the break, which can only be described as a relief. The second half seen a controlled and dominant performance once we had a rocket up our arse at half time. Josh Chires got the equaliser with another header from a Ben Holmes corner, followed up by a Mark Beach left footed volley, which sealed the victory. Corsair pushed out to try and get an equaliser but we defended well against everything they had to offer. Good to get the three points but a big wake up call ahead of another tough encounter next weekend against Queen's Park. Best of luck for the season Corsair. Right, so there are the reports from September the 11th and 12th. Yeah, so go to this week. 
before we go to this week, I'm just going to throw in, you've got away with murder here. Why? Obviously, people like to talk about this, what we do here and that. People like, they like it when you get it. Not everybody likes Foxhall, by the way, I've learned. Why is that? I don't know if it's you or them, or both. I hope it's both. But you got away with two defeats, what we don't go into detail with last week, didn't no, you? No, I'll talk about them. We got beat on the Saturday at home to Congleton, which I thought we deserved to win. We made one mistake off a couple. We've got good routine from them, corner routine, 1-0. We had half-four chances. Harvey missed one of the easiest chances he's ever going to have on his debut. Debut, um, yeah. Couldn't win it, and then we went to Macclesfield in front of 2,500, which was a good experience for, for myself and the lads, obviously. You were there. So, you know what I'm saying now, you, you can agree or disagree, don't really care. Um, <laughs> you never cared about what I've said? No, I don't know. Uh, but I thought, overall, they had a lot of the ball, which we let them have, which was the game plan, and we hit them on a break, and we hit them on a break every time we got the ball. But we've missed four or five absolute sitters. Who missed, who missed the biggest sitter of the game? Harvey. Oh, <laughs> oh, again. <laughs> I know we laugh and joke, but I told them, I've signed a sense of all your times, you have me the sack. Open goal, that one. Yeah, it was an open goal, yeah. To be fair, you should have won. Yeah, we should have won, and to then concede off a set piece again, 92nd minute was... Killer. Yeah, it was, and... Do you know what, this is This is my pod, well, our podcast, isn't it? Robbie Savage is a bellend. Oh, through it. By the way, Rob, I like it. Arrogant man. I thought you've dealt with it now and spoke to him. Yeah, we've, we've spoke, you know. I'm just giving you my point of view on the man. I found him all right before the game and after the game. Yeah, well, obviously I did. I didn't like some of the antics in the middle of the game. Ah, uh, the difference in it, you see. I'm right by you. I'm right by you, but I can't hear it. But you're emotionally involved in the game and I'm not. Yeah. And I've learned that watching news. I've never witnessed an owner chase the lines and down the line. <laughs> It's funny. It's funny. It is funny, isn't it? But when you're actually in the game and, and the owner of a club is chasing the lines and down, down the pitch. What about the 92nd minute winner? You wouldn't have seen that, would you? What did he do? They're celebrating in the same corner where he chased the linesman. Would he goes running. Down, and did you see the barriers which were blocking stuff? Tries to duck under one and banged his head on it. Oh, Forgot about that. It's the first time I saw it. Yeah. Do you know what? Obviously, I've spoke to him. I'm names up me, aren't I? I spoke to Savage like Sav. Your mate Sav. Sav, yeah. And you know, we've met, we've spoke about him, you know, he's alright. But actually Game Day. Game day, oh my god, he's an absolute helmet. But he's just passionate, isn't he? We're, we're all helmets on the pitch, aren't we? Yeah. Or on the sidelines or whatever, but you know, it was a good experience for all that. We didn't get the win. But you know, we can take the positives out of it and we'll go on before we go on about guts. Go the end for me. Massive win for us. Saturday against Bernalswick. Oh yeah, I was there. You were there, weren't you? Um, away to Bernalswick, which is I told you, then you just drive down the lane and the pitch appears, doesn't it? Oh, it's a, it was a hike. <laughs> it's miles away. We looked tired first off. Obviously playing three games in six days and then going into that. Two 0 down, yeah, two 0 down, and then. And deservedly was. Really. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they were massively better than us. They just they looked a little bit more at it than us, and then. Ben Owens works a bit of magic, doesn't he? And then Harvey gets his first goal, tried to miss it again, yards <laughs> out, hits the post. And, and then scores yeah. his first goal from an yeah. inch. Look uh, on our Twitter page, Vox you'll see it. And then a full second half, as soon as we change the formation, 
yeah, changes for Brandon. Joe Brandon absolutely saw them really well, saw them, didn't he? And then got a pen, Leo Riley slotted, played really well that day. And then a winner from Aaron Smith, who he's missed a lot of chances in the last couple of weeks. Big chances. Missed a few at Maxfield, the same chances. Yeah, and then Berries, that's a great strike. And keeps me in a job for a week. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was a good win for us, and Leeds. Drew got a good point. Drew three all the way to Sandmatch. That's a great point, that. Not many people go to Sandmatch and get anything. JR, we got two. Yeah. Can't see who got the other goal. Do you want fair play to JR, have Because he come with, the fair, come with us a few times the last couple of years and just hasn't been at it. But hopefully he gets that run of games. And Do you know what, though? He didn't really want to play for your first team, did he? Nah, I think he was just happy with the reserves, wasn't he? And then he's gone there and he's having a proper go. Obviously, people grow up. Yeah, no, I think he's got everything to be a he's great a good, player. Good player, yeah. Yeah, I can't see who got third goal, unfortunately, but... Oh, it's a good, I think it's a great point, that. Not many people... Decent point, didn't he? They'll have to speak to Sean and they'll have to start sending us a report. Because I think it's important. He's in his local footy, isn't it? Yeah. So then, Saturday, what are you starting with? The Chester League. So we'll start with the Queen's Ferry Sports Premier Division. Goals from Aaron Rowland and Charlie Cotus. Keep Blake and Youth Reserves at the top of the table. Scoring a 2-1 win over Shaftesbury Youth. Who had Nathan Hickson on target. Second place Wagon and Horses picked up all three points with a 3 1 home win over Beb Kelmer. Caleb Rose hits a brace for Wagon and Bit with Billy Fennell adding a third. Andy Noonan was the, the Kelmer marksman, converting a 64th minute penalty. Session Alice pulls up a brave fight in their game with unbeaten Unitor finally going down 6 3. Goals from Jacob Smith, Leighton Clark, Lewis Clark, Vinnie O'Toole. Degger Taylor and Leon Bauer earned the points for Unitor with Ashley Reid too and Ricky Tallis netting for Sestri and Alex in a, a goal filled second half. Unitor are flying. Doing well, aren't they? Don't we beat you, have they? Don't think so, no. Runcorn Sports say fourth after a goal from Adam Collins in the 1 0 win over Chester Nomad's third. Adam Morgan has a consolation goal for Black Horse as they went 6 1 down at Hull Rangers who had Connor Harley. Kyle Stoddart and Josh Leach with four on the score sheet. They haven't adapted well to going up. No. No. They've took a few irons, haven't they, the Black Horse? That's Mason then, isn't it? He went safe from the... There was three divisions last year, though. It's only two now, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, there is, yeah. I was always... Oh, yeah, I see. No, there's still three. There's Prem Division 1 and Division 2. No, oh, so he went straight from... Three. Two, two to what? To Prem. Three, to, yeah, two to Prem, whatever it is, yeah. That's what they done. No, there isn't, you know. You've only got the Prem and the Championship A this year. Oh, yeah. It? But yeah, what they done, they split it lower for numbers last year. Oh, they made an A and a B. So, but obviously, Championship A, cha- Championship B, I don't know if, well, you're guessing B would have been the lowest, wouldn't it? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And they pissed that, so they've gone straight in the Prem. Be fair, one, two, lost three. Well, side for us, yeah, okay, it will go to the um, championship then. Groves, MKS made it four wins from four with an emphatic 8-1 win over Hill Rovers. Lee Ludgate led the score with a hat-trick, followed by Jake Hughes 2, Liam Fitzpatrick, Nicky Monaghan and Jamie Erton. Right, let me stop you there. I want to know what you know about them, the players you just read out for Groves. Do you know them? Do you seem to know people more than me? Ludgate, I know Lee Ludgate. Like. Was he a K player? Yeah, well, most of them are key. Key players, yeah. 
have left Cape and gone there, haven't they? Yeah, because Ellesmere Paws have gone to Cape. Yeah, we've got them in the Junior Cup, you see. It'll be a tough and one. they're pissing the league. Four out of four, goal difference plus 26. Should be interesting. This is, this is my favourite um, part of this with, with Samba time. Samba time? It hasn't happened. No? No, not more. Shashby Youth Reserve moved up the table to fourth after beating second place Kisselton 3 1 goals from Jimmy Gomez. Mexican time? Yeah. Tom Ryan and Joel Brown. You couldn't get any more. <laughs> Dan Ward has a penalty for Kisselton. Hellsby third moved fifth with a 1 0 win over third place wins with Saxons after having played the last 40 minutes of the game down to 10 men. Oh my god, I want to say this name. Costas Alexiopoulos. Go ahead. That's the best I can do. With their goal, Johnny Rawcliffe 4, Leo Massey 2, and Connor Davis were the Chester Nomads 4 scores in a 7 0 win over Orange Athletic. Higher Calma, sorry, going to the Vets League Division 1 now. Higher Calma Vets are the early leaders with a fine 8 0 win over Upton JV, uh, JFC Vets. Is that the this is your league? Yeah, go on while you're on. I'm going to call that up and out. We've just been hammered, ain't you? Got two weeks on the run, they didn't play us. And the second week, said they were coming. First week, COVID. Second week, the 10 days are up. I've cancelled, I've given work up, which you know yourself. I know Kagi's give was meant to be on to Anglesey with his missus. Changed it. Speaking to Lee today, he told me he'd cancelled it. Day out with his missus as well. It's wrong, isn't it? And at 10, 11 a.m. They tell us that they're not coming because we've only got 10. Ladies, these have obviously done well in that league and then come up and fall to They've come up and, and it's looked sounds to me like the lads don't want it. They were happy twatting everyone. Well, yeah, it is. And you, said that you, you used to read the names out. Do you have I players? Yeah, I've got players. Obviously, he's not playing them, are they? Right. High about Callum Vets. You can't call the Vets because John Paul Whedon scored four. How old is he? Well, I'll tell you now, he, he's. He's got to be 33. I'm not having his 33. New rule is, because this is what the, the league brought a new rule in. It used to be you could pick two concessions from, from five, so only two, but you could sign five on. Now, if Upton had that chance, he might have got a team, but. They change it, you can only pick two from two and they've got to be at least 33, they used to, be, they used to only have to be 30. But the word was said as well, that by doing this they've levelled the playing field for the Avenue Vets, obviously with Mersey Royal now. Yeah, but there's no way GP's that old. They've named them, they're not going to... And Steve Dawson also got four. Four each? Yeah, inflicted the damage. Hooten FC Vets got their season off to a winning start with a 3-1 win over Cabernet Villa Vets, a brace from John Paul Stanhope and a 22-yard pile driver by Paul Dulson in oh, the points. What's he even doing there? 22 yards out from goal? Fair play. JP's quality. Yeah. He's fitter now than he was when he played it. He's, he's a good player. We're going to go to the Division 2 Vets. Ashton Vets beat Nags head Banbury Vets 4-1. And go top of the division with goals coming from Lucas Trazati, Mike Asprey, Kev Leach, and Chris Peters. He's always there, isn't he? Leachy. Leachy is, yeah. 
Wins with Diamond Brett beat Tarvin Brett take three with goals from Liam Golding got five. Robert Buckler, David Garstang and Steve Billings the goals. And that's us for the Vets League. Um, the Chester League, yeah. Chester League, the Vets. Getting quicker now, isn't it? Yeah, it's because I'd be surprised that there's not a lot of games getting played for, for some reason. Yeah. Um, right, I'll go to the West Cheshire to start with Division Division 2 on the, and this is just a match report that we get given from the West Cheshire League. New leaders in the MSC Express West Cheshire League Division 2 are Little and Remica Reserves who claim top spot after efforts from Cam Taylor, Josh Rice, Lennon Whelan and Callum. Langton secured a 4 0 win over Rainhill to our reserves. While Putin Vicks hit on a winning formula 7 2 against Astral Reserves. Hatchick from Tyler Sutton. I've got a report. Sean Pannington, aka Pagger. Adam Petit, Jason Bull, and Jake Clark were the scorers. On players there. Hard to pick one. Is it? Hard to pick one. Astral Reserves versus Putin Vicks for FC. Saturday seamers make the short journey to Asheville to take on their Aziz in a local derby. Game kicked off and the lads were right at it from the first whistle, playing some lovely football and also snapping into some fierce challenges. And on 12 minutes, after some good build-up play down the right, Adam Petit squares to Sutton, who makes no mistake and slams a ball past the Asheville keeper, 1-0 Vicks. In 15 minutes, Vicks are forced into a sub, young on for the ill Luke Warrington. We continue to attack with pace and on 20 minutes the same combination of Petit and Sutton make it 2-0 on, after another slick move down the right. Then on 31 minutes a move down the left with the impressive Sutton taking the Asheville full back on and slipping inside to the rampaging Lee Bull to strike a 25 yard pile driver. Lee Bull? Low into the corner. Lee Bull it says on here. What's it say on there? Jason Bull. I think it's Jason. I think he's just wrote it wrong. Half time, 3-0. Subs for Vicks. Chiwalko on for Petit. Dewis on for Donahue. Clark on for Quinn. The second half started the same as the first. Some great play from the lads. Young Tom Dewis settling in well in the heart of midfield. Getting on the ball and keeping us ticking over. And on 55 minutes, some good work from McGill and Dewis released P- Petit, who made a great run in off the wing to make it 4-0. 57 minutes, run down the right from Jay Clark's season, provide a sublime cutback to Pagger to finish right-footed into the top corner of one hell of a strike. 59 minutes, and Tyler grabs his attic after a cross from Bull. Superb attic from the Vicks version of Michael Owen. 6-0. Took a shout out for him there. 72 minutes and it was 7-0. Great play down the right between Chualco and Clark. The cutback from Chualco into the path of Clark, who fires home with a crisp low finish. Great goal from Jake, who's getting stronger and stronger after a horrific injury. 80 minutes, breakaway goal from a misplaced fix pass, 7-1. 90 minutes, free kick to Asheville, floated in and headed in at the back post by Asheville's centre-back. 7-2. Big thanks to supporters up next South Liverpool. They need to stop them up at opposition centre back scoring headers. The Vicks. It seems to see all the goals Seems to come through each week. Despite a goal from Tyler Davis, 
West Gerby fell foul of a double from Marshall Reserve Jacob Till, and the points were shared after efforts from he- sorry, and the points were shared after efforts from Hellsby's Jamie Hayes too, and Lee Turkington were neg- negated by replies from South Liverpool Reserve Bobby Murphy too and Chris Bramwell. On the on the county scene, fellow Division Two outfit Malby scored their passage to the Cheshire Cup second round following a half four two one win against Ch- Cheadle FC, a Callum Smith equaliser and an eighty fourth minute winner from Jack Legend. He scored a pen to win it. Wonder why they played a week later in the Cheshire. In Division One, there's no stopping the Royal, is there? Division One, Major Royal made it seven out of seven. Report. Do you want to show the report or do we? Newton 1, Major Royal 4, expected a tough test and we got it. Fell behind in the first five minutes to make it even tougher. The lads then got a foothold in the game and started creating chances, taking three of them before half time through Willow, Joe Foster and Ben Graham. Tremendous character from the lads. Second half we had a chance to kill it, missing a pen and having four cleared off the line in the same passage of play. Newton kept pressing for the second goal, only for us to break away and get our fourth to kill the game off through Sabu. Seven out of seven for the lads now in the league, which is a good start, but that's all it is. Get fuck all for being top in September. Man of the match, Ryan Coles, defended well and some proper crosses getting slung in. He's got us to throw that, you get fuck all in September, Shelton. Clever. Play the game, mate. Clever. A hat trick from Ryan Nicholl as third place Cayman Villa overcame Marshall 3 1. Jake Smith obliging for the visitors, while respective marksmen in the goals 1 1 still mate, Mossley Hill, who Tom Wharton and Owen Cassidy. Mossley Hill's up points again. Yeah. Dave. Uh, do you know what? It's good for the this no, side. Listen, it, I'm made up the dropping points, but I'm just saying they were. Ones you thought be rather in the mix, didn't you? But when when teams just keep winning, it it sort of gets you, doesn't it? Yeah. Shane Roberts was on the mark for Hazel, but it was a, it was Redgate Rovers who profited by a two-one scoreline. Casey goals apiece from Sam Crane and Robbie McDonald, unbeaten. Bootle Saints Edmonds, inspired by efforts from John Howard, to Mark Madden and Tom Hewlett, deprived Asheville of their unbeaten record in a four-two time. Tommy Johnson and an own goal. Oh, that's Phil's point, there. That's that. It's, you've got to go over to the pool, man. Yeah, you have. You've got to. If you want to win this league, you've got to go over there and win. No, that that was always the case, anyway. But I think he, you know, more so now. There's that many, and the Royal are doing it. If Ashville want to keep up the pace with them, yeah, they're gonna to have to match them. Bragging rights in the South Riddle Derby between Vauxhall Motors Reserves and Elsmere Port Town went to the motorman Richie McQuade against his former club and Thomas Murray netted for the hosts in a 2-1 success with Tom Mell scoring for the Port. Made up for Tom, he's been on for a while with Covid. Division 3 pace setters Boot Reserves stayed 3 points in credit at the top after doubles from Cam Grant and Joey Emery helped them to a 4-0 win over Hazel Reserves who scored through Nathan Johnson and Jamie Steele. Nearest rivals Sutton Athletic responded in positive fashion from their World Senior Cup exit where Matty Vickers, Josh McEwen, Connor Doyle and Matty Hall applied the finishing touches in a 4-0 result at Pilton Vicks Reserves. Ollie Dutton 2, 
Cam Meadows and Jordan Davies shared the goals as Nefton Nomads continued their climb up the table after beating local rivals Williston 4 0. Didn't even know Williston was still going. Uh, and they, they, they just pop up every now and again. <laughs> the name. And it was celebration time for Sovlet Bilverdi with Eclipse Grove 6 0. Mike Thomas for John Fawkes and Jeff Adekane making the score sheet. Nathan Muir's score for West Cape Reserves will finish on the losing side as replies from Don Watt, Wave 2, Joe Jackson, and Jack Terry saw 80 for the reserves and made 4 1 victors. Goths. And the last one for us. It's got is to be Putin Royal, surely. Yeah, I'm onto it now. I've got the report here. So. Tommy, how are you going to do? Yeah. Okay. We played each other pre season in a close 0 0 draw, so we both had an idea of what to expect of each other in this game. First half was just as tight, although Runcorn led a half-time after a great first-time strike from outside the box after we gave away possession, trying to play out from the back on a bobbly Harrison Park pitch. Second half sort of stepped up a level with Young and Evans coming off the bench to make an in- instant impact, latching onto a through ball and taking his time before placing his shot back across the goal and inside the far post. We took the lead with a header from Tommy Carroll, in brackets myself, <laughs> flicking on a near post delivery from Callum Evans, free kick, and somehow found its way into the back of the net. The third then put, us, put the game to bed and was another header from Tommy Carroll, this time from a corner but again delivered by Cal Evans to the near post and went straight into the top corner. A good result for us in the league which puts us towards the top end of the table where it is tight between a few good teams 3-1 and that's the Saturday done yeah thanks for the reports so we move on to Sunday getting less and less enjoyable lately for myself are we going to start with division? Well, I'll go through the reports eh, and then we'll, we'll we'll read the reports out what we've got when we come to them. Do it as the as the reports or the press report. So start another good day for the Ullahans Sunday League with Mike Redgrift, Phil Bibby, and Usamane Jallo who were on the mark for AFC Teamer in the Whittle District Junior Cup in a 3-0 round one tie over Primrose FC. Also through to the next round are AFC Rayburn, who knocked out Neston Nomads under 18, finding a net with Danny James with a hat-trick and a Bedel Zambai double. They will be joined in the hat for round two with AFC Park North who had a comfortable 8-0 win at Shaw Villa Athletic. I want to mention that game, the tweet that come out of that game. Oh, was like this, this... Whoever's running the Birkenhead, I don't even what was it, football watch? Something like that, there's, there's a couple a, of them. It's a fucking disgrace. Dickhead's hiding behind. Do you know what? You want to hide behind the profile, do we? And if you want to get involved in the Sunday footy and that, have a ban- have banter. Yeah, just have it. Like the, like that the Birkenhead Sunday League thing was when he first came out. Yeah, they, they upset one or two people, which kind of stopped it, didn't it? They upset one or two people, but 
don't go over the top and start calling people yeah that, that was shit disabled that. shit you know it's too far and you know what it's not funny well you've seen the reaction from people on it oh and you know what I'm made up of like people react like that yeah because it needs to be said so we don't need that shit do we no the football doesn't it's that's where Twitter's shitty isn't it yeah. you know it's so easy to, to so easy to hide behind profiles. Can I have Charlie Mack forever hiding behind Rock Ferry? Yeah, he loves that. that well, yeah. Everyone knows it's Charlie Mack now, don't they? So that, he needs do, to change it again, doesn't he? When we get to him, obviously you get to our results in a bit. You know, and whoever's hiding behind the, the woody one, I tried to delve into it. I was told there's about four of them. <laughs> you know? I can't even remember what I was tweeting, but... So I can send you... It was an 8 0 win over Shawville at Athletic, thanks to travels from Billy Rain- Rainbow, a brace apiece from Declan Ray and Ben Morris with Tyler Smith also adding his name to the score sheet. Now, here you go. Don't be um, touching yourself after this one, pal. Parkgate Sands, your man, romped home to a 10 0 win at the expense of Bromborough Athletic. I'm proud. Yeah. I'm proud. I'm a proud been, supporter. Um, been waiting for the I, win off the I am gonna come and watch us, honestly. Not that you'd be asked if I no. play, but I am gonna introduce myself and I am gonna come. You're gonna have to get a flag made. Me and Bernie are gonna come down. Because Bernie does a video on Yeah. He a video on one of the games, but. He put a big report up about the yeah, win this week as yeah, well. Yeah, I made up for Love that, lads. Also into the last 16 are North Whittle Saints, who disposed of Ed- Ellesmere Port Red Lions. Reading out, it's Mike Westcott 2, Matty Pagden 2, Sam Dangerfield and Tom Fleming in a 6-1 win. West Kirby United are the final team through after accounting for AC in event 7-2. The only negative results are AFC Rangers who had Chris Caress and Mark Fitzpatrick on the score sheet lose to North West Harriers 7-6 on penalties after they finished 2-all. Game of the day in Division 1 where the Lukes came from 1-0 down to inflict a first lead defeat on Bromber Rake FC. KU struck for Bromber Rake after only 2 minutes and they also almost doubled their lead after they hit the post but Luke's FC hit back through Will Bulpen penalty after 30 minutes. As the game was approaching the midway point in the second half, Ellis Jones got the all-important winner for a 25-yard free kick. Mm-hmm. The Luke's are now three points behind Bromber with a game in hand. I was with um, Lloyd Sunday night. I'll go chat with him, but I can't remember what about. <laughs> you probably said you'd sign Big, big winner. Obviously, footage is up. Yeah. Bernie was out of Bernie. I'll be honest, I never seen anything else but a, Brom- a, a Luke's win because them Bromber teams always do it. Do you know what? They're gonna take off MSC Eastern Bromber Rake. I'm gonna let you continue diving into them and I'm gonna lay off them for a bit. So I've agreed. I've agreed to go and do a race now for them, so I've got to enter their pub at some point. Shit, <laughs> but yeah, that always seems to happen when they nearly get there. Yeah, they just don't get over the line. 
No, we already do go up and get into the Prem. Yeah. But. Oh, AFC Shafts registered a 5 4 1 success at Neston United. Rob Marl scoring for Neston. On the mark for Shafts were Liam Massey Bowen, Rob Grimes, and a pair for Eddie Jeb. And moved into a comfortable mid table position. Eddie's still doing it at 38. Fair play. Bushel Grange Athletic with Tom Quinn and Farris Baker hold on to second spot after a narrow 2 1 victory at Upton Town. Upton Town's reply coming from Lee Sundoof. Woodchurch Rovers, who had Dan Chamney and Daryl Helen, took maximum points at Lions FC, who had Emil Al Gamry on the score sheet. And are hoping for a high place finish next April. Telegraph FC notched their first league win of the season against Wirral Radio. Jack Gibson scoring for Wirral Radio. Finding the net for the Wallasey based team were Carl Haddon, Dan Gray, and with a hat trick and further efforts from Hatton, Alt Tamal, and Tom Price. Nice at your first win. Yeah. Nice <coughs> and Adam Lee hat and a Jack Kelly strike for the dock steered them to a fifth consecutive win in the Premier Division and only stay on top still through goal difference. On the receiving end this week when Nestor Nomads who had Richie Fawkes and Mikey Dixon Absolute clown. on the score sheet. The man's a clown. Right. How can you be a goalkeeper one day and then play up front the next day? Do you don't you want him to play Sunday? No, I don't. I don't want I want him playing Sunday's outfield. It's an absolute shambles. He knows it's a shambles. You've been told. I'm not saying anymore on the matter. He scores goals though. I'm not asked. I can score goals in that league. <laughs> can you? Yeah. I score goals in any of them leagues. Okay. You want to sign me on? Can you, you've got to be able to move though. No you don't. No you don't. No. No you don't. I couldn't move the last two years when I played. Called your last year was with me and you could move a bit. Couldn't move. I'd, I'd, I'd score. Okay, there's a shout. Anybody want to sign a... How old are you? 38. 38 year old on to, just to see if you can still score goals. Last give 10 me, minutes, get me on. Give me a shout. Need big kits like... Nah, you don't. <laughs> Second place, Rock Ferry Social sunk Rivica. Jamie Eaton scoring for Rivica 2 1, thanks to a double from that man, C Mac. Not even saying his full name anymore. I don't even want to speak about it on here. C Mac. <laughs> if, you, if you say dedicated as two goals to me. I love that. You know. But I will, will say, I went after the, the, the late game, the late kickoff finished in the Prem. I went to Derby for a pint with him and he weren't even there this year. I was going to tell him I was going, but he ran around to his woman. So he was told what to do. But it's another win. Keep winning, yeah. It's another loss for Rivica. Yeah. So I, find, I found it tough. They have found it tough, yeah. And I called it on here and I said it, it's a different ball game when you're playing one-off cup games. Yeah. And you've got to do it week in and week out. Now, they've got some attacking power. They've got real attacking power. But obviously, it's still away. But they're not even scoring many goals, even though they're not. No, they're not. This is a surprise. Sorts out, Ross. Yeah, Corsair FC, who were late additions to the Premier Division during the close season, are holding their own very well as they recorded a 2 1 win. A 
and the victims were great float sports and social that's a massive win that you know that's not many people go to float do you know what fair play to course here we've got them this week and I'm not just rubbing them up because we're playing them but they got a fucking good ad in pre-season and everyone wrote them off including me a lot of people thought they'd be gone folded by now and they're doing well well lucky the week before you know they've had a few wins under the belts fair play to them and as they say they were late additions they didn't have to go up they could have had another season down sometimes you need to go up yeah and fair play to them they took it and they did it well Woodchurch Hotel who had Ben Holmes Jordan Deer and Josh Sheridan inflicted a superb 3-1 defeat on Queen's Park Levi Chaduka who's Josh Sheridan? Josh Hughes. Oh, is it? Josh Hughes, it is. He's a. Was that Jeremy? Didn't know who it was. Yeah. To be fair, I was in goal. That's embarrassing, that. I was in goal. I've now decided I'm better than the majority of keepers. I, I I'm, I'm, I'm a keeper now. Sure. I'm a, I'm a keeper. I'm a good, I'm a good goalie. You left free in your clown. Not, none of them my fault. Jabba's not having his goal, by the way. It's coming right at me. It's made a deflection and, and took it away from me. And that's the equaliser. Be fair, the game's tight. First half, we managed to get ahead. Harvey does dead well getting down the side. Bit of a scramble in the box then after his ball in. Levi gets it in. But they come out a different team second half and for 20 minutes Ben Holmes was unplayable. But, call him out, he's a shithouse. Because he only played on his own line. When he was on his own line for 20 minutes, with all the woody, Gene him on down that line. <laughs> you know, but he done well, he got, he took chances. You know, we, we should have really took something out of that game. But, we move on. Well, Beechwood FC went goal crazy, posting a 10-2 score over FC Bidston. Degger Taylor and Alan Goodall scoring for the biddy. Rob Cull and Jack McGrotty both bagged four goals each with singles from Owen McMahon and Mitchell Duggan. See when Bernie puts his scorers up, they've just climbed the score sheet. No, do you know what? I just hope the biddy stay together. Been around for a long time. Yeah, they're a good club to be fair. You know, it's well, tough on them at the moment. Digging lads. But they've got good people running it. They have. So, Rock Point FC kept up their 100% record in Division 2 with a splendid 6-1 win over Barcode. And I will have a report for them. Are we saying Rock Point and the Wallace's team here? New Brighton. Oh, New Brighton team. Still the same. Our first home game of the season at Marine Park against Barcode FC. And we took a while to get going, even when we took the lead through a Carl Smith header, we still didn't look comfortable and a defensive error allowed Barco to equalise. We were lucky not to be behind us, some woeful finishing and smart stops from Ian Fergal kept us level. Just before the break we managed to string four passes together, that resulted in Liam Whelan grabbing his first goal and the lead at half time 2-1. Some harsh words and a lot of expletives later. And the second half started and it was a different story. Stu Arbor made a 3-1 and 
the second attempt, not long after it was 4-1, as Dava Bow killed it in a delightful free kick. 5-1 and 6-1 soon came as Liam Whelan grabbed his hat-trick. It should have and could have been more, but Barco keeper pulled off some stunning saves, earning him man of the match from us. Barco gave Callum Hughes man of the match, so it was a constant threat throughout the match. Four from four and still players to come back as well. Fair play, keep the reports coming in. So we continue. By the way, Paul Johnson scored for Barco. JPL Jets, who had Carl Am, Liam McGreelish, Shea Edge, Danny Williams and Callum Lavelle stay in second place after resounding 5-1 win over Eagle and Stirrup. MSC Eastham had Brandon Thomas to thank with the only goal of the game in their newly found form after a slow start to the season, 1-0 against Prenton FC. New Ferry Rangers share the points with Welly. Adam Larway, Nathan Crabtree, scoring for New Ferry. The Welly travelled to New Ferry Park to face New Ferry Rangers. Game started at a quick pace with some N10N football. Welly hit the bar midway through the half and were made to pay. New Ferry beat the Welly offside trap and centre forward put the Ferry 1-0 up with a tidy finish, 1-0 at half time. Second half, Welly started on fire and was soon level after Ben Dufton Kelly smashed in a free kick from 20 yards. Five minutes later, the Welly were in front. Ben Dufton Kelly with great feet. A while, a will add. Right, a will add. It's been. Ben Dufton Kelly was right first time. Second time, it's BDK. Throw her out there. Doesn't he know? Yeah. A wide crossing for Joe Kelly to score from close range. Only look like one win at this stage, but credit to New Ferry who never stopped. Game was level when Ferry midfielders scored a 40-yard worldie. Two good teams and a cracking game to watch, played in proper fashion. Good luck to New Ferry for the rest of the season, cracking young team. Fair play. Yeah, oh, that was 2-2, so we've got Solgol FC. We have Ben Noble with three, Craig Johnson with two, Tom Ashcross with two, Andy Noonan with two, Joe Unsworth and Luke Jones on their return to the league have had a mixed start of the season but went goal crazy after romping home 11-1 over Silver Athletic. Dylan Gill scoring for Silver. Victoria Colts. I've got that, yeah. You got that report, yeah. yeah Glenhaven Athletic v Ricky Colts in the second division. Tough ones to take today. Report from Glenhaven, isn't Yeah, it? sorry, report from Glenhaven, yeah. Tough ones to take today, tune them up and cruising a couple of silly mistakes let them back in and they took full advantage we lost 3-2 heads up and we go again next week goals come from Dave No Shame Roberts No Shame? No Shame Kai and man of the match was Sai. Fair play the goals of Vicky Colts were from Gaz Dickinson Josh Ross and Owen Hughes Due to the Whittle District Association Junior Cup taking centre pay stage, only three games are possible in Division 3. Oval FC, John Skipsy got two, Kane Wilson, Matthew Vaggers, Matthew Gardner moved into second after a 5-3 high-scoring game with Wallasey Village, Old Parks, oh, with Wallasey Village, sorry, Old Parks, you got a report? Got a good report, yeah. Old Parks, we Whitby Rangers. 
Very tight knit first half, few chances for either team at the break. The score remained nil nil. Second half, Old Parks had their goalkeeper sent off, and Whitby took the lead not long after. Whitby doubled their lead with about 15 minutes to go, and Old Parks went down to nine men. Oof! As Callum Rattal was simbing for the manner in which he spoke to the ref. Behave, Callum lad. Was it Callum? Respect. Respect. Keep your golf shot. Ref, respect, mate. Ref, respect. Like we, we always did. We need these, we need these refs to stay, stay with us. Down to nine men, Old Parks got one back from Sammy Watkins before scoring a free kick in the 88th minute to equalise. Yeah. Old Parks kept pushing and in what must have been the last minute, Old Parks won a corner, which Liam Faber took and delivered a perfect ball, which James Kirkham headed straight in. Game finished, Old Parks three, Whitby Rangers two. Two down. Down nah, to 10, nah, no keeper, down to 9 for uh, BX amount of time, will not it? Brilliant show of fight and belief from the old park, beating a very good young side. Scenes there, isn't it? Oh, definite scenes. Whitby scorers with Sam Cooper and Jack Gillard. Barkers FC, who had Darren Sutton, Mike Searson, traded goals and points with Wirral Athletic, Harry Huggins and Dylan Palmer for Wirral. 2 all. That's us. We're now back up and running. Yeah, we've had a few problems, haven't we? Had a few issues. We're now back. What I will say, got a couple of them reports off Twitter. Sometimes we miss the reports on Twitter. So, if people want to send reports to us, just tweet us and I'll happily send you our number. Yeah, that's fine, yeah. Because it's a lot easier to get them off our phone, isn't it? Yeah, than trying to scroll through Twitter because Bernie's busy on Twitter. Oh, he's active. He's active, but he's he's good at it. Yeah, he's brilliant at it. Now, a big shout out to Bernie as well because he's just he's just keeping everyone in the loop of what's going on. Goal scorers, you know what I mean? His videos and that really. I've good. been looking today at upgrading my phone to an iPhone 12 or one of these new ones, and then I think, how does he do it? How does he get so much footage? He, he's just on the ball, isn't he? Is he good at it? And he interacts with people while he's at the games as well. He does, yeah, fair play. But yeah, we'll, 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 well, I'll, I'll be at a game, I haven't watched the Sunday League game yet. I'm a bitch, but I will be one this weekend. Yeah. So that's us for this weekend. Keep listening. Get the reporting.